0: You've tuned in to the Happily Married and Love podcast with your hosts Sherry
1: and Michael. Hey, before you do anything else, hit that subscribe button so that way you're notified of every time we upload a new episode. Hey, thank you for tuning in. This is Michael and Sherry, and this session we're going to be talking about apologies. In the end, there's actually a language of apology. Mm-hmm. That we all kind of operate with, but most of the time we don't even notice it. It's just kind of just there until either you need to apologize or somebody's apologizing to you. Correct. Right. And the thing about it is, and that whole communication piece, because we've been talking about conflicts and and relationships and how to resolve it, Mm -hmm. fighting fair, apology is just as important because if you don't understand that you have a language of an apology and your partner has a language, Mm -hmm. if you are operating in two of them, you can still kind of go back because, you know, you may think like, man, like now I'm sincerely apologizing, but they may not receive it that way. They're just like, oh, oh, you're just saying that,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, or whatever. Right. Okay. All right. So what we're going to do is front, one of the things we need to start with is where do we all learn? Well, I mean, it's kind of, do you learn anything? How do you learn it? Where do you learn it from? So where do we typically learn to apologize from?
0: We typically don't learn how to apologize. We just follow the example of family members, which is our family of origin.
1: Family of origin. (coughs) Yep. So it goes back to family of origin there. Yep. You know, so, I mean, sometimes you may not, you know, maybe you just see someone say, hey, I'm sorry, and they just move on. Mm -hmm. You know, or whatever. Or sometimes, you know, it's funny. Sometimes people say, man, I've never heard my father apologize to me. I'm not saying that case, my case, but I've never heard someone so apologize.
0: Now, something now, from what I can recall, you can learn to the very basics is when you're small children, your parents tell you to apologize to your sibling. Right. Your teacher says you, you did such and you did this to such and such. You need to say sorry. Yeah, you're not
1: sharing your things. The two kids have mm-hmm. a conflict.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Early age, you know, right? You can say say right. sorry to each other. Yeah. Hug and make up.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: You know, kind of so yeah. All right. So, but as we get into this, here's some questions that we all kind of have to ask ourselves personally. What does a sincere apology look like, mm-hmm. both from you and to you? Mm-hmm. And when you apologize, what do you typically say or do? Right. Okay. And when someone apologizes to you, what do you want to hear them say or do? Mm-hmm. Those are critical. You know, all right. So let's jump into this. All right. There's typically three or four different characteristics or aspects of apology. Is the first one is a good apology is like first of all I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Another term for that is expressing regret. All right. Right. So when you're expressing regret, if you really regret something, that means you feel it at an emotional level. It means it's something that you're. It's intrinsic in you to say, hey, you know what? I am sorry. And you're telling that person what you're sorry for. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You know, like for example, um, I'm sorry I came home late, a half hour late. We missed the program. We missed the dinner. We missed your favorite TV show. Mm -hmm. Or we, I don't know, you missed cutting the grass, (laughs) (laughs) whatever. I'm just throwing out, you know, it (laughs) could be a lot of things, you know. Right. And I know you wanted to go or see this or do this. Mm-hmm. And that's very specific because you're acknowledging, hey, right. this is what I'm sorry for instead of, hey, I'm just sorry. I'm sorry for what? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, another example is, I'm sorry I lost my temper and yelled at you. Very specific.
0: Yeah, best that is specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that's pretty good. Man.
0: Versus somebody just hollering at you and you don't even know what you're being hollered at it. Yeah, that's a. Problem. What you did wrong,
1: that's a problem. Or y- you might know what they did wrong, but you want them to to express, you know, hey, I'm just sorry, you know. Put them, don't let them off the hook. Sorry for what?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Expressing regret,
0: yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Expressing mm-hmm. regret. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Now there is a, a you know no buts allowed. You know, you can't mm-hmm. stick your butt in there. <laughs> you know, because, <laughs> you know, people are like, OK, so let's go back to I'm sorry I lost my temper and yelled at you. But if you hadn't done so and so, I wouldn't have yelled. Right. No, that's not expressing regret. You're still pl- you're placing blame.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: You know, but expressing real regret is, look, I don't care what their reason was. I'm owning my part of it. All right. So from a biblical standpoint, let's talk about the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't go to church, most people know about the prodigal son. I mean, it's in Hollywood movies it's books. It's a common theme. It's a parable which Jesus shared. And there's so much in that. All right. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with the prodigal son, you know, this father had two sons, you know, they're working with them. You know, he had the family business back those days, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the youngest one was like, he, you know, as the old people say, he starts smelling himself. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. right. I'm still trying to figure that, that part out. It's like, okay, was it a hormonal thing? You know, mm-hmm. as young men, you know, it's if you have raised question. boys, mm-hmm. those have raised boys and they hit, had a puberty and adolescence, y'all know what I'm talking <laughs> about. <laughs> but anyway, they, they're just talking about how he got full of himself. So he was like, look, Dad, I, I ain't waiting for you to kick the can. I want my part of in my inheritance now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Liquidate your assets. Give it to me. And I'm about to I'm about to bounce. Right. Of course, I'm using you know, street language, mm-hmm. and I mean, and that was a really disrespectful thing because in those days, for him to liquidate his assets to give him his part of inheritance meant like, hey, I don't care about you, I just want you dead so I can have your stuff. <laughs> That's well, other. the
0: father did give it to him.
1: Yeah, he did. He
0: did. He, he did. said, okay, yeah,
1: yeah, which was really something. And the thing about it, he gave his brother the other half, mm-hmm. which was something. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. So anyway, he goes out. Scripture says he he waste all that money on riotous living. Doesn't tell us what that riot isn't living, it's just he did it. So I guess today that'd be something like going to Las Vegas, New York, living it up, mm-hmm. having entourages around him until the money ran out. <laughs> and Then he found himself. Mm-hmm. You know, he had to feed, you know, this guy hired him to feed his pigs. Yeah. And the, and the, and the, you gotta be down in the dumps where this said he was so hungry. Nobody would give him anything. Obviously, he wasn't making enough money, I guess. And he said he started looking at the food they was feeding the pigs and it was looking good to him. Mm-hmm. That's pretty bad off. That is. But here's the thing about it. It says he started expressing regret cuz he got to the point of saying, "You know what? I messed up. I realized that my my father's house, my father's hired servants have more than enough" And actually, in Luke 15 is where we're reading this from. That one verse begins and it says, um, verse 21, he came to his senses. That's what I was going to say. came to his senses. Right. Mm-hmm. Which means he started, you know, he's regretting his decision. Mm-hmm. And he, but in his mind, he's saying, you know what? I'm going to go back to my dad and say, hey, dad, I sinned against, heaven against you. I'm not even worthy to be called your son. Just make me like when you hired servants, you know. That, mm-hmm. that was his his thing. So that, that was that's a good example of the first level or aspects of mm-hmm. expressing regret. OK, so then that leads us into the second part, which means, hey, it's my fault. Or you accept responsibility It's mm-hmm. probably a better mm-hmm. way of saying it, because it may not necessarily be your fault ultimately but you're taking the ownership of it right now wait a minute that sounds a little little <laughs> that sounds a little mixed so what if it really is not your fault but you blew up but you're apologizing though you're taking the high road
0: well let's go back to the to the uh the prodigal son right he came back to his father and he said he had messed up basically so many mm-hmm. words i messed up and i i i and i guess in his in his uh in his defense, he wanted to become a servant to work and mm-hmm. and make money. And his father said, okay, you know, no, you don't have to do that. But he did admit that it was his, he, he was wrong.
1: He was wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was it. So you accept responsibility for your part. And again, it goes back, don't put your butt into it. Hey, I, I, you know, I wouldn't have yelled if you hadn't. It's like, nah, you're still not taking your responsibility. It's like, look, it's. It's not so much what you did, but here's what I own of it. Mm -hmm. Then hopefully it it sets up the stage so you can talk through whatever. All right. So in the New Testament, 1 John 1, 9 is a common scripture people talk about. It applies in that it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Mm -hmm. In the Old Testament, there's an example of King David in Psalm 51, where... He finally got to the point where he accepted responsibility, you know, for, you know, he he, he was dipping with uh, Bathsheba. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and, you know, killed her husband, Uriah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and he was hiding
0: it. He had an affair.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely had an affair. And then, you know, it was a uh, conspiracy and whole nine years. I mean, he got a bad situation.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: he hid it for a year. But then when he was confronted with it, he didn't, you know, as king, he could have said, I don't care you're a prophet or not. You mm-hmm. come up, you know, mm-hmm. I, I have executive privilege. I can do this. But no, he said, no, I can do this. And confession literally just means you're agreeing with God. Or if you're if you're confessing something with your your spouse, your loved one, it means you're coming in agreement, maybe not the total content of the conflict, but you're agreeing that, hey, my part in in this is what I'm owning up to. hmm. Okay. Right. So you own your part when working towards resolution. Um, You know, this helps you avoid being cruel to one another. Because mm-hmm. it's really easy to get cruel. Does that make sense? It is. Okay.
0: It's easy, yeah.
1: It is easy, isn't it? Um. Well, sometimes it's not. All right. The last one is cultivate empathy, right? Or what can I do to make it right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, where um I like the empathy part. Because what it does, it causes you to stop long enough to think through, okay, wow, maybe maybe this really did hurt my loved one by going through that like that. Um, or how can they? How can I possibly step in their shoes to see it a little bit better, right? Mm-hmm. Or what can I do to make it right? That's the one where you're really offering to make restitution. And, this, and that was the situation then. We're going back to the prodigal. He didn't say like, hey, you know, just forgive me and let me get my room back. He was like, no, I'll just become a servant. I'll earn He's your trust. Mm-hmm. He's making
0: restitution. He's making
1: restitution. Now, here's what, I was thinking about this earlier, that when trust has been broken, you can't presume that, oh, okay, I'm just gonna come and say, hey, forgive me, and it's gonna be good. Sometimes their trust has to be re-earned. Correct. Okay, especially, okay.
0: And you, and they Yes, and they have to find out what, what that looks like to also.
1: Mm-hmm. because I think about um affairs
2: hmm
1: you know that you know that that's that's a whole nother topic when people get into it because it's so hurtful and so harmful and then the person says hey I want to make it right part of it say hey what does that making right look to you mm-hmm, how can mm-hmm, I make restitution hmm
2: mm-hmm.
1: it might literally be saying okay if you want to come back and you want to restore, We have to. you have to agree to counseling and go to counseling. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, or payback, right. or whatever it right. is. Right, like
0: on the, the movie The Family That Prays, remember the, the young lady had had the affair mm-hmm. in the movie, and the husband was really, really, really upset about the whole deal. Right. He separated from her, which, you know, we think that is an extreme case, but she got to be, you know, she kept he spent time with his son or whatever and went back to see her, but Mm -hmm. that was his way of saying that's making a restitution for what she did to him.
1: Well, the restitution would have been on her part, not his.
0: I'm saying that's what he, that's what he wanted to see instead of letting them be in the same house. She, the restitution for her was to be separated for him. And and I'm, I'm assuming it probably meant counseling and,
1: Working out their differences or whatever. Yeah, they, they kind of leave it up in the air. But mm-hmm. I mean, from far as I can tell, he was hurt. He ain't. I mean, cause she she <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: she didn't yeah. pull out
1: a physical gun, but she verbally was mm-hmm. just disrespecting him, mm-hmm. slamming him. Right. Even to the point of saying, "Hey, the the son you thought was yours is not even yours." You know. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. He didn't do a DNA check. You know. <laughs> Correct. She. I mean, she could have just said that to Spidey. Well, yeah, the kid you know, did, you know, his melanin level wasn't the same oh, <laughs> as, okay, as, as he okay, the okay. parent. <laughs> so I know the secondary genes. Mm-hmm, I'm not going to get into mm-hmm, all the, mm-hmm. the scientific part of it. Um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, her restitution, she was trying to apologize to him as if like, hey, I'm sorry, what can we do to get back together? But you didn't see that conversation where he could have said, no, this is what restitution looks like. Mm-hmm. But I think what I hear you saying is, he said, no, we're going to separate. You live in your place, I'm going to live in my place, and however long that's going to take. Right. If, if Assuming they even got back together. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. You know, that movie didn't, didn't talk about it. It didn't, no. But in this case, part of the apology is to offer or make restitution. And that's where communication comes in. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if, I don't know, mm-hmm. if you and I had a major conflict and I'm apologizing, I have to come you to and say, Hey, what does that look like to you? If I, what do you need me to do? Or what are you looking for from mm-hmm. me? And you could say whatever that is. Right. Okay. And the thing about these, now the language part of this is very often we find ourselves where we land in one or two in these areas, a little bit stronger than the others, mm-hmm. those of you who are familiar with love languages, you know, quality time, gifts, acts of service know those type of things you, mm-hmm. s- you score pretty high in those and those things that mean something to you mm-hmm. like if your gift I'm, i know what yours is well i think it's your second one is receiving gifts okay but yours is quality time correct so if i come in with gifts every day but don't spend time with you even like hey i appreciate the gift but mm-hmm. my love language is spending time mm-hmm. okay that kind of thing right right all right does that make sense that makes sense yeah okay cool all right um it's kind of this is kind of a given but another aspect of this is people need to look for genuine repentance that's not just Mm -hmm. a biblical term repentance literally means a change of direction as a result of a change of your mind right okay um like for me i know for me this is one that i score high in in that I hear somebody saying, okay, I'm cool, I'm glad you show regret, empathy, you're offering to make the restitution, but I'm looking at what you're gonna do differently tomorrow. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, um, John the Baptist, when he came on the ministry, one of the things he told people, he's like, repent and bear fruit in line and keeping with your repentance.
2: Because mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. anybody can say whatever they want, but you look at their lives, like, well, I'm not sure. <laughs> you know about that. Right, right. Okay. Right. All right. Um, you know, and so that's where that is. So where a person's looking at, okay, let's talk about couples. Maybe one of the spouses has a gambling problem,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and they apologize for it, but that other spouse mm-hmm. says, "Okay, here's what repentance looks like. You go know, Gamblers Anonymous. You do this. You know, you you know, I got full access to your phone. You know, checking account. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. you know, get you off the checking account." You know, we give you allocation of money. How well you handle money, you know, that's repentance. Right. Versus. The counseling, yeah, the counseling
0: yeah. is important. Right. But those addictions are are pretty rough. Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. know, but with God, you can work it out. Is mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. this making um, oh, real way? <laughs> am, am I too far over here? No, no, no.
0: I, I was just <laughs> explaining about addictions.
1: Cool, cool. All right, ask for forgiveness. Again, that's another kind of given, but literally ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Hey, will you forgive me? Is everything all right? You know, some mm-hmm. people, that's all they need. Some people just says, okay, you know, look, they ask for forgiveness, they ask me, then they, for them that means something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so let's see what else we want to talk about for that. Okay, here is something we want to recommend that people do. If this is new to you or just want to get more clarity, more information on this, there's a website you can go to, and it's actually 5 quizzes, apology. So you can hit their website and look at it, and you actually take an online test, and it walk you through a series of questions and help you identify where your, your language of apology.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I mentioned earlier, mine is genuine repentance, and I remember the first time we went through this exercise, and... And work through it. I went back to. I remember as a kid, it started me as a kid. Whereas, like, I would hear somebody say something, but I'm like, okay, you know, kids, you know, kids. Um, <laughs> boy, I'm, I'm showing my age. We were actually playing outside <laughs> for more than three hours a day, <laughs> you know? and you have conflict out on the on the playground mm-hmm, or in the backyard, mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and I always look for okay. If somebody said it's all right, cool, but I'm watching you tomorrow. What are you doing on the next day?
0: What you do, Pancho? Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. All righty. kind
1: of a little, had a little temper there. Yeah. But I've been redeemed.
2: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: yeah, I had a lot of changes. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But that's we're not here talking about me. Oh, well, you can't talk. For those of you who don't know, sure, hit somebody upside the head with a baseball bat one time. Oh, wow. He threw me under the bus. Oh, no, you stepped off the bus on yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you opened the door. <laughs> you was driving that bus. <laughs> I throw you under Okay, okay. But, um, but you were I a did, kid. You I were. did hit
0: someone, and it was not a big bat. See, he's... <laughs> He left that piece uh, out. Right, it right. was a small little bat. Did it
1: have Louisville on it? It might uh, have. Okay, see. See.
0: It was wrong. Yeah, I don't I, know. I, we I, were kids. Was wrong. You we were kids. You know, I felt good after I did. But anyway, <laughs> it was wrong.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So now that made me think about somebody says, you know, hey, I apologize for hitting it. Even though it felt good. <laughs> 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 apologize. <laughs> Because it's human nature, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I'll I'm, let I'm share it because, you know, most of us, when we're kids, we haven't learned our prefrontal cortex isn't fully developed yet. Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of times we just react just out of gut reaction. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it was. And same for me. You asked me, did I punch people? Yeah. Unfortunately, I did. Anger okay, issue. Okay. But, but I was a kid, too. Not an excuse.
2: Mm-mm. No excuse. <laughs> no.
1: An excuse. But anyway, um, as we're talking about apologies, as you are communicating and talking with your loved one, these these are kind of topics you need to talk through, so you can identify because mm-hmm. maybe you made an assumption all these years what an apology looks like. Like mm-hmm. so, for you, what is your top one in terms of apology language?
0: Um, I'd have to retake the test. Okay, but i I'm just saying, mm-hmm. you know, uh, conflict is. A kind of a tricky thing you know
1: it is it is. i just know just being married to you for how, how many years now 35 35 right? years yes. <laughs> right i know typically if i come to you if i don't wait if i take the initiative and really acknowledge your feelings i find that that typically works for you you're, you're pretty cool with it mm-hmm. you know and i give you opportunity to really open up and to hear you it's mm-hmm. kind of like the nail it's not about the nail Right, where I'm not trying to fix it, I'm hearing you. I'm just relating to you. Then afterward, we you can gotta to the tell
0: life. them the story about the nail. You can't just say <sighs> uh, about the nail. They're gonna be like, what nail? What what is he? T- is it in the floor? Is it on their foot? <laughs> we have to go through the story about the nail. Okay.
1: Um, th- there's a, this YouTube video now, mm-hmm. and and it's out there. You can find it, and if you look for it's not about the nail. It's a great video. But literally, this woman's got a nail in her head. It's in the middle of her forehead. In the middle of her forehead. And she's talking about all the problems that come up with it. And her husband's like, um, I can help you with that. You can resolve it, and your issues go away. But she did not want. She's like, it is, it's not
0: about the nail. It's not about the nail. <laughs> Even though she was having this pressure, this pain, yeah, this constant nagging in her head. Yeah
1: i had to admit if i was her husband i'd be like okay can i give her something to make her go to sleep go grab a hammer <laughs> and i'm gonna pull that joker out while she's knocked out no no because. she wanted
0: him she wanted to be her that
1: was the point yeah i would hear her and then like i'm gonna uh, hear her going uh-huh. to the doctor i'm gonna hear her going to the emergency room <laughs> oh my goodness i'm gonna hear her as they're pulling that out oh I know, I know, that's yeah. the man fixing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it right. Is, but it is funny, but she yeah. She didn't
0: want you to fix it, right. She didn't want you to fix it. Mm-mm. And that was the whole point.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so for you, it's that same thing, it's like you're not trying to fix it. Um. But then later on we can fix it, because there's times after we we, we return to it and we kind of rehearse and say, okay, now, what do we need to do differently? And that's what we talk through it, and you can say, hey, well, you could do this, or I could say, hey, here's how we got here, what do we need to change? Right.
0: So one thing that we are saying is don't sweep this under the bed, or under the rug, so to speak. Don't, mm-hmm. don't sweep this conflict under the rug. Learn to what apology looks like. Yeah, I mean, if you do this, this will save you a lot of heartache. Mm-hmm. Versus, oh, we'll just say sorry, sorry, and then no, let's let's really talk about this. This is this right. is this is grown up stuff. Yeah, it's
1: adulting. Yeah,
0: yeah. This is called we're we're gonna be grou- two grown ups and we're going to resolve this. Right. If you can't resolve it right away, then yeah. go away. Go do something. Go read a magazine. Go yeah. look at your, mm-hmm. you know, your phone or something. But I'm, I'm just saying, don't mm-hmm. just push this off. Right. And I know that there's a lot of, a lot of hidden conflict and anger that could be in mm-hmm. people that's been there for years. Right.
1: You know, even from a positive side, I just think of, say you've got a couple who's really doing well, they're working through, but now that they know this, it'd be a great conversation to say, hey, you know, here's one thing I noticed now that I've got some words to put to it, that this is a type of apology,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: that I'm typically okay with someone, you know, if I feel heard and they've expressed regret, I'm good to go. Or they just ask me forgiveness. I'm good to go. You know?
0: Yeah, we didn't know. You know, we didn't have this when we first got married. And you remember that it. it seemed like every year something came up where we had a conflict.
1: Sometimes the same conflict. Yeah. And
0: and we didn't know how to resolve it. I mean, we mm-hmm. just felt like it was an unresolvable conflict.
1: Mm-hmm. But we learned but how we, to apologize. Yeah,
0: we did. We did work it out, but I'm just <laughs> I'm just talking to new couples
2: mm-hmm.
0: couples that don't hardly communicate.
1: <laughs> they could be old couples.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Some people say, like, I don't even want to deal with it in the morning. They quit talking. They quit, yeah. you know. They quit discussing it. They they just they just carry it like psh, whatever. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. We're saying today, let this be a time for healing in your relationships.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If it's needed, right? Or okay. even if you've got a great relationship, this is a uh, that kind of tool that you put in your tool bag.
2: Mm-hmm. So you
1: got it, and you. You build your foundation with it could be another stone in your foundation, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you've got a strong foundation,
0: right. right, so even if this isn't for you, we want you to share it with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Hit that share button and send it to a few of your friends, your relatives, yes. mm-hmm. you know, send us questions or whatever to happily married in love at gmail dot com
1: yeah, it's a letter in love mhm mhm. Mm-hmm.
0: We love to have your questions.
1: Yeah, we would. And comments, feedback. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this is a this is a really good.
0: I feel like this is good information that's going to help a lot of people today.
1: Oh yeah, helps you identify, you know, emotional intelligence. I mean, it's whole nine yards, but it, it's a good communication topic.
0: Yeah, because I mean, just to look at, at an, a, in a broad sense, we have a lot of countries that need to apologize to each other. <laughs> We got stuff right here in our own communities wow. that people need to, the, the, the East side needs to apologize to the West side. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Democrats need to re- apologize to the Republics, you know.
1: Republicans and vice versa. Right.
0: So yeah. if we just start with us, you know, this would be a great nation, of course, if we could
1: we could share this, you know, globally. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm fighting the urge to digress here, so I'm going to let that go. That's really good. <laughs> I'm going to go on the bunny trail here. <laughs> but
0: you can, be the, you can be one of, I don't know how many in your own particular family line. Right. That you're like, you know what? Yep. Me and my spouse do not have conflict. We have conflict, but we know how to resolve the conflict.
1: Right. We have healthy conflict mm-hmm. and resolution. And we, we understand something about apology now. Cause you know I'm, um, you know, it, and I gotta try to wrap this up. But you know, as we were thinking through this and working through this, I remember part of my frustration early on in our marriage was I was always looking for, for me, if we had the same problem last year that came up this year or last month, and it seemed like we could cycle back to it, mm-hmm. to me that meant there was no genuine repentance.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It means you haven't changed. So that was my frustration mm-hmm. in that, okay, look, okay. If you're going to keep saying this, I, I don't want to hear sorry. I want to see action mm-hmm. until we learned, then we were able to actually put words to it and then you're like, okay, cool. We can make the change. <clears throat> and then sometimes too, I'm thinking about some of the couples where you could have a spouse who really wants to see the other spouse change because things are doing are detrimental to their relationship mm-hmm. um, and their standing. But the other person just isn't getting it. That's where you're looking for that, that repentance. And it reminds me of a scripture in the book of Timothy. Forgive me, guys, for not having the actual reference, but it's a prayer that says, that you're praying for someone and say it, God would grant them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth mm-hmm. that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil. Mm-hmm. That's from King James version. Obviously you can tell me the language, mm-hmm. but the inside of that is as I'm praying, Lord, Lord grant this person, true repentance, r- true changing, mm-hmm. true changing of the behavior. As a result, they first of all come to realization of it because mm-hmm. a lot of times people operate out of blindness. Or in that particular scripture, he says, they're in the snare of the devil.
2: Mm -hmm, They're mm -hmm.
1: ensnared. I'm thinking of, you know, you've seen those movies where someone's walking and there's a bear trap. They didn't see it. They stepped in it. All of a sudden, their leg is in a trap or a Mm -hmm, wolf is mm -hmm, in the mm -hmm, trap. mm. It's that same thing. Yeah. yeah. They they got entrapped in it and they don't know how to get out of it. Mm -hmm. I think last podcast we talked about um, in Proverbs, where it talked about a person is ensnared. Yeah, they're snared in their own sin.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because yeah, we were talking about the maybe it's oh forget who a man I should remember that, <laughs> but it was talking about the loose woman. Loose
0: the Loose woman.
1: Well, don't worry about it. it was one weird. It was another context. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I didn't sorry. remember that. I, I, I've he's, kinda, on a, he's on a line. I, on the right now. I'm sorry. Uh, let me let me stay on this, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's that's one thing you can pray for somebody because I'm just sensing that as people sometimes they find themselves in that situation like. You know, I hear what you're saying, but my spouse isn't at that place of, of acknowledging, first of all, apology. That might be one prayer you pray for. Them. Mm-hmm. God, open their eyes. God, grant them repentance. Cause them to see, speak to them in such a way that they have an undeniable experience with Jesus who is called the Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It works.
0: You know, one thing, you know, I know we're trying to wrap this up, but it's just mm-hmm. on my heart that couples need to stay in their word, read the scriptures. In God's word. Right. Right. In mm-hmm. God's word. Mm-hmm. Read the scriptures. Learn about different people in the Bible. You know, watch what their examples were, what they did to you know, you and you'll see things that you you just wouldn't believe that was there.
1: That's true. <laughs> that is so true. I mean true. if you
0: don't if you don't read so you don't true. get in your word, you don't pray, mm-hmm. you don't listen for God's voice, then mm-hmm. These things will just keep popping up, and you're like, "What is going on?" Mm-hmm.
1: It's called laying the axe to the root. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's it.
0: So, I mean, that was—I don't know who that was for, but just take it. Yeah. Yeah, just take and, it and, and learn. Learn that God will help you through all of this.
1: Yeah, he will. He offers help, and he wants to help you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so it sounds like a wrap. That's a wrap. Yeah. if we was in church, we said time for offering. Right? <laughs> <laughs> time for an offering. <laughs> <laughs> We're just joking, people. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, but this has been a good one. So hopefully, this understanding of the languages of apology will give you some tools to work through, so that you have a stronger marriage. So, again, this has been Michael. And Sherry. With the Happily Married and Loved Podcast. Until the next time, peace.